0: Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Thank you to Red Circle and uh, all the help they're giving us now. And uh, to, let's see, the Gentry Barber Shop. You guys fucking hooked me up today. Thank you very much. Uh, B-Dub's Barbecue. You don't know that I'm going to give you a shout-out, but I ate your food earlier today. It was fucking awesome. So uh, (laughs) now you have to sponsor. Um, And uh, so, yeah, so today... I've got somebody with me. I've been trying to get on here for the past little while. Not only do y'all know her on TikTok, uh, she's a big deal on TikTok now. She's also very nice to look at. If you, if y'all got, if y'all had my view right now, you'd be fucking giggling too. Uh, Miss Kate Stinson, the Southern Oreo. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing
0: mighty fine. How are you today? I am fine. Uh, me and Kate have known each other for I don't know, like four or five years. Oh God! yeah, I hadn't been bearded bastard on social media in three years, so really
1: been that long oh my goodness, yeah, except.
0: Oh. I worked in radio for two, and uh um, i i I had a girlfriend before that, and she t- right, and yeah. she told me that I couldn't uh my internet is unstable. Why is it saying my internet's stable? I have there, no, who gives a shit it's recording um uh, but <laughs> anyway so kate is big into politics she has her own podcast what's the name of your podcast
1: kate unfiltered you can find it on spotify on apple music and on youtube
0: hey if you're listening to me and you're one of these i don't know how many downloaders and subscribers we got now we got a lot yeah but please i don't recommend a lot of podcasts this chick is the real fucking deal uh, she's awesome. She has a great perspective, point of view. You want to hear somebody that doesn't sound like a dumbass talking about politics? Go listen to her. Like she said, she is unfiltered. She's fucking awesome. Um, what all do you cover on your show?
1: Oh, Lord. Just about everything under the sun. Um, As it says in my intro, there's, there's no topic too messy. So everything from politics to ways to spice up your sex life, (laughs) down to generational norms, generational changes, um, regular day-to-day nonsense, country lifestyle, the Southern lifestyle and all that goodness. So just, just about everything.
0: She's a badass guys. Uh, So let's see, how do we want to get started? Let's talk about how we met. As you just you just reminded me, I'm pretty sure I slid into her DMs uh, back in the day. Um, you can't help it. I mean, look at you 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 can't help it. But you've gone through a huge transformation in the past couple of years. Though, very yes. proud of you.
1: Thank you. It's been it's been a journey, but I'm very happy to have made it.
0: Uh, if you don't mind, at your heaviest point, how how heavy were you?
1: I was 350 at my heaviest.
0: And. how? Ha- and, and what are you sitting,
1: now? I'm sitting at one, fluctuating between 158 and 165.
0: Oof. How was that? What did you do?
1: So I had gastric sleeve surgery June 19th of 2019. Um, everyone always freaks out when I talk about this because I had mine done in Tijuana, Mexico. But when I say that, it was like three minutes over the border. Like this wasn't like I went and got my you know organs harvested or anything. I could look out my hotel room and physically see California. Um... Yeah, when I had gastric sleeve surgery, is basically, for those of y'all that don't know, it means that they cut away 70% of your stomach, um, and it creates this tiny little little sleeve. It's real cute. And then it stops you from eating a whole bunch of food. Um, and it's not like people always think, oh, you're super deprived now. It's nothing like that. I can just take three bites of a steak and be full. I can still eat everything. I just get full a lot faster.
0: What made you want to do that?
1: So I had some Health issues that were getting worse, um, things to do with my heart, um, blood pressure, all that kind of stuff. And when you hear that at you know 22, it's it's kind of you shouldn't be hearing that stuff at 22. Um, You shouldn't be having your doctor talk to you about your blood pressure and you know your life expectancy at 22. Um, So that's kind of what shook me out of it. But I also know my sense of self-discipline when it comes to carbs and sugar is non-existent. Um, And it doesn't always have to necessarily be through insurance. I did not go through insurance. I paid out of pocket for my surgery um, because most people, gastric bypass and gastric sleeve, it's like the last resort. They don't want you to start there. So I basically said, fuck you <laughs> just all the recommendations that I got and said, I'm going to do it. So I did it and best decision I ever made and would recommend it to anybody that struggles with putting the fork down. Um, sometimes you just have to be real with yourself and it's people think, Oh, it's a cop out. Oh, you're just weak. And no, nah, I just it food for me was how I coped my depression. I would eat myself sick because it was one thing in my life that I felt like I had control over and it's, it's a lot easier said than done for a lot of people. So if you struggle with that, do your research, make sure it's the right life choice for you because it is a life change. It is not something you should do on a swift and quick fix. Um, people also seem to think that it's something that you do and it just fixes all your problems. You can stretch your stomach back out. I could gain back all the weight if I don't stay disciplined with it and I don't exercise. So don't think that getting the gastric sleep is going to answer all your problems because it'll get you jump started, but it's it's definitely, you can still fuck it up pretty bad.
0: So first question. What does gastric bypass surgery in Tijuana cost?
1: So gastric bypass surgery, I didn't have that. I had the gastric sleep. The gastric
0: bypass,
1: that's a lot more intense. And that's usually for people that are like 400, 500 pounds. Um, Basically, it's a 45 minute procedure. I was up and walking the same day. Um, You have to, to avoid gas pains. Recovery time from, they put like five incisions in your stomach. Um, You can hardly see mine now. Everything was fully closed up within two months. Um, It cost me $5,500 out of pocket. And that was for my five-star hotel, for my surgery, and for my recovery uh, afterwards, which they bring you to a different unit of the hotel that is set up specifically for your medical needs. So people, you know, it would have cost me in the States, it would have cost me somewhere between $25,000 to Mm. $45,000 the $5,500 that I paid so Ooh. do your research it's it's definitely worth looking outside the states for
0: well I'm I'm glad you got it you look happier uh and healthier um mm-hmm. so how has your life changed since then because you've gone through uh I don't know what all you were doing when me and you kind of met each other a couple of years ago uh I was
1: doing what I'm doing now <laughs> really <Rispy, laughs> you know i not look like, In all honesty, that's the thing that's crazy about it is I was doing the seven Oreo for about a year and a half before I met you. So as much as people want to say that appearance does not matter, it helps. I'm not going to lie. It does. Um, I'm pushing the same message. I mean, obviously, stuff with Trump and things like that is more recent, but I've had my conservative views. I've had you know, what I say about the country and Southern lifestyle, all that stuff. I shared all of that long before I lost the weight and then I lost the weight. And it, now all of a sudden.
0: Explain, <laughs> explain to folks why, uh, what just say you're, uh, I don't know how you would say this. The reason why she is called Southern Oreo. Why don't, why don't you tell them?
1: Okay. So, um, I am adopted. Um, for those of y'all, you you can not see me. <laughs> so I'm Half black, half Dominican. Um, I was adopted at birth. Both my parents are white. My brother is black. He was adopted four years before me. And I have a sister um, who's also Hispanic who was also adopted. And uh, so, growing up, people call me Oreo because I was considered chocolate on the outside and white on the inside. Um, It took me a little while in my youth, though, to understand that this was not meant as a compliment at all. Um, This was definitely meant as a you're not one of us type term um, that the black community used against me a lot. And so similar to how a certain word that white people are apparently not allowed to say, the Morgan, um,
0: the Morgan Wallen word.
1: The, word, the Morgan Wallen word. Oh my God. I did a video on that the other day and i ruffled some feathers, but it's just, that's a point of like, um, kind of how they reclaim that word. I, I, reclaimed Oreo. Um, and it definitely pisses some people off, but at the end of the day, for me, it's kind of a conversation starter. For those of you who don't know, um, the, the Southern Oreo started as a movement to bring unity, on breaking the stereotypes. Um, I grew up, I was born in Texas. I've lived all over the South. I've also lived all over the North as well. And for me, you know, race and skin tone should not be involved in lifestyle, I feel like, especially when it comes to the Southern lifestyle. There's a lot of negative stereotypes that come along with being from Alabama, Georgia, Texas, and Black people. For some reason, I don't know. Everyone assumes rednecks are racist, but I grew up with them and they're some of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, So that being my immediate surrounding, I wanted to create something to bridge the gap and break those stereotypes of why can't we all just be Americans and be people and see people as people? We all bleed red. Um, So, yeah.
0: Well, it's with with human nature, though, because... If it doesn't matter, if the issue wasn't you being black or Oreo, whatever, then it would be if you was a Christian or if you was a Muslim. People are gonna find reasons not to like somebody because they're more than likely unhappy with themselves. That's where racism comes from. They're fucking miserable with themselves and they're gonna see somebody that's different and they're gonna be like, Oh, you know, whatever. They're gonna call you negative things, but it's really boils back down to them just not being fucking happy.
1: Right, right. And I think honestly, that that's why I find this whole Morgan Wallen situation so comedic to me, because we have so many songs with that word in it, rap songs up the wazoo, you've got, I don't know how many rappers using it. And when you think about it, you know, when you think about the people that buy this music and they they support these artists, they're not all black. I promise you that. Like, really? I, I know plenty of rap fans that are whiter than snow, um, <laughs> And they're fine with it when you're giving money and support of their music. But then when he says it to a white guy, which is what I found hilarious about the whole thing, I'm like, y'all are really mad about him saying this to a white man. Like, this wasn't even about, like the chance that it
0: could have been derogatory. You couldn't, that's the thing, it couldn't have been racist because there wasn't a person there of another skin tone to fucking, to say it to. And two, two, what blows my fucking mind is it's not the African American community that's pissed at him. It's uppity ass white liberals and they're trying to show out for the black community. Like, oh, we got you back. And they're like, no, shut your overprivileged ass up. Sit the fuck down. The black folks don't have a problem with it i have i have not seen a single tiktok or an instagram post where there has been a mad ass black person if anything if anything they're gonna invite fucking morgan Wallen to the barbecue now
1: no I, i i literally someone put that in my comment section i made a video about this i'm like you know if there's a word that you have to exclude an entire race from saying it's probably a pretty toxic word and either everyone should be able to say it or no one should be saying it at all um, we shouldn't be cherry picking when it should be used and when it shouldn't be used. And you can say it. that's just fucking exhausting. It's so much extra energy that doesn't need to happen. And you see the whole white savior complex happen all throughout the election period, all throughout anything racial. And I'm sitting here like I can fight my own battles. If I really have a problem with something, I will speak on it. Yes. But otherwise, please just don't. Okay. <laughs> like, I understand
0: what people fail to realize too is that when you have situations like this and you are one of these liberals or whatever that's fucking pushing that agenda that this word is racist all you're doing is giving that word more power when morgan wallen said it he said it in a joking manner now is that word ever to be said with a hard er no i don't i know that hard er but morgan was fucking drunk He 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 slipped up and he probably on a I, I said it on a podcast. I did a podcast last night with Tainted Lyric, Ty Garcia, and Bar None. We was all at the studio, fucked up, had a great time, and I told him straight up. I was like, I am not one when I listen to a rap song if that word comes on, I say it. Yeah, I say it because there's no hate, there's no malice in my heart. Like you think
1: want it to be said? They shouldn't have put it in the song. Yeah. that's how I. That's
0: that's my whole ideology on it. I mean, am, am I supposed to stop fucking singing when it gets to that? Like, well, that, that's what I'm.
1: Saying. The whole whole movement is, we don't see the contradictions. We do. There actually are many people that see the contradictions. But that—that's the thing for me that I think has become so apparent in the past couple of months, especially the past six months, most definitely, is you have to ask yourself the question: Is do we really want unity or do we want special treatment? And that's what no one really wants to talk about. Is this isn't about unity because equality, that word, people don't know the definition of equality is treating everyone the same, regardless of skin tone, everyone, the same treatment across the board. What a lot of people don't want to do is understand that they have to include white people in that equality word. Um, and I understand people have this ideology of white privilege and all that kind of stuff, but I grew up having white parents. My mom had six siblings. She worked four jobs to put herself through college. Like they didn't come for money. So the idea that it's like, oh, well you're lighter. So you've got it easier. I don't know if y'all have been to trailer parks recently. Um, (laughs) I've been to many and there I've seen some pretty fucked up situations of meth infested trailer park and kids getting beat from alcoholic parents. Like that whole mindset for me is just completely toxic so when it comes to the whole we've got a tiptoe around the black community for these particular issues because they've just had it so bad I'm like do do you actually like I'm not saying that there aren't injustices but at the same time I am saying I worked my ass off to get where I am right now and the difference between me and a lot of other people is I wasn't raised being told that I was lesser than Skin tone was never discussed. Well, I never you, had.
0: You probably wasn't raised to be lazy and accept a handout either.
1: Exactly. You- so, you know, and granted, for, you know, my mom flew for Southwest Airlines. My dad taught people how to fly. They had money, but that was my dad's money and that was my mom's money. We were not raised with the ideology that we had automatic access to my parents' funds. As far as we shopped Walmart clearance, like that was, we, we didn't have that bougie lifestyle. So, for me, it just, it breaks my heart more than anything seeing so many Americans that look like me sit there and say, well, because the color of my skin, I'm going to have it harder. Someone raised you to think that way. That wasn't something that you were just woke up and decided well, one you,
0: day. You have took advantage of the opportunities you've been given. There's a right. lot of people that cry this white privilege shit, but when mm-hmm. they're given an opportunity, they decide not to. Uh, unfortunately, like coming up in school, uh, you know, you've got kids that... It, I love rap music just fucking anybody else. I love the hip hop culture just as much anybody. I got more throwbacks than most of my black buddies. Like I fucking <laughs> I got some thug in me, you know, and uh, and the thing is is if you want to live that lifestyle there's two places you're going to end up it's the grave or it's in prison you are setting yourself up to fail if you listen to these songs and then you take it as the gospel this this these people most of these guys and i just don't want understand why our youth and this isn't just african americans this is whites this is latinos this is everybody but i don't understand why they don't realize that like what you do what i do especially what rappers do what are in movies it's called entertainment there's a good chance that that guy singing about selling a brick ain't fucking ever sold a brick
1: right like he ain't
0: no but some of them now some of them probably but for the majority of them they're singing about shit they don't know
1: right i remember when drake first got big and everyone was like, "You're talking about this You grew up on DeGrassi. What right? yeah. you talking? Shut Come the on. fuck
0: up, Drake. Like, hey. I, yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Like, and that's why all the other rappers, you can kind of tell that kind of roast his ass. There's, yeah. there's a lot of them roast him. Like the real, the real hood dudes, they roast the shit out of him, and it's mm-hmm. because and he's if, fake.
1: If you look back at like old hip hop, like Tupac and Biggie and all that, the stuff. good shit. Tupac that even if they were talking about struggle, there was some sort of deeper message to what they were saying. And now it's like we've got now granted the shit we have now is, is catchy. It's still shit though. But like, you know, like I don't it's,
0: understand there- new rap music at all. I don't I, I, I don't say. fucking like it. I like Cardi B and fucking <laughs> Me, the Megan Stallion bitch better than like any men that are in rap music right now.
1: I will say, ironically, the one man that I am head over heels obsessed with, Tom McDonald.
0: Oh, we just, I I introduced, I introduced all the guys from TikTok last night to fucking people are so stupid and all, all his shit last night. The dude is a fact spitter and he ought to be the biggest fucking person in hip hop. He ought to be one of the biggest people in music period.
1: He's amazing. And the fact that he's kind of reclaiming, he's an independent artist. He doesn't have a label you know, he just says what he needs to say. Um, And I, I absolutely adore that about him on every single topic that every artist can't because they would lose their label over it. I mean, that's, that's the reality of it. So yeah, I, I think I wholeheartedly agree with what you're saying. I think the same thing goes into like the 2A, you know, m- viewpoint when people talk about all, oh, you've got all these kids that you're playing video games and that's what's causing them to be violent. I'm sitting there, I'm like, if you are not raising your child to be able to differentiate between the headset they have on talking to some kid in China, like, um, throwback to whatever war that modern warfare has them in, like then that's a you thing. That's a, that's not even a kid thing. That's a bad parenting thing. Like It's, you a, need to it's be- a
0: lazy parenting thing. It's people not wanting to take responsibility for their fuck ups. If you right. if your child doesn't want to read by the time they get to high school, it's probably because you didn't they didn't see you reading. If right. you, if your child ends up being a fucking alcoholic, it's probably cause all your child ever did was watch you drink growing up. Like right. there is this really parents don't take enough credit of fucking their kid up and then they find video games they find fucking uh movies or rap music or whatever or just music in general and they're like oh this is what's fucked up about my kid no you fucking didn't parent them right and now you don't want the blame to be on you
1: exactly exactly and it's it's sad because i mean there are i think those are one of her outlets i think i love video games i'm not saying don't play them. I'm just saying at the same time, you have to be able to take responsibility for the realities of what that is. You know?
0: Well, it's like I said, it's this, and there's nothing wrong with video games. Cause I, there's I got a PlayStation set up in the studio. Uh, I mean, just for when we we're fucking around, but just people in general today, they're always looking for somewhere to blame. And that goes to our politics our all of, everything going on right now that is in this country, Morgan Wallen did nothing bad. He probably, if anything, he fucking ignite a united people. Like how how do you drop the N word and then people come together? Twenty. I mean, it's it's fucked up, but it's the truth. Yeah. I mean. Now you you go ahead. You go ahead. This is your show today.
1: More downloads, I think, in the past. Like there are people that were in my comment section. I made a video about it on TikTok, and people are like, "I didn't even know who this guy was until I saw your video, and then I looked him up." Like, and that's kind of I think the effect that's happening that they didn't expect to happen was instead of canceling him, they're actually promoting him because everyone is tired. We've had this this tone for the past six months of "we've got to walk on eggshells, we've got to walk on eggshells," and I think people are finally getting to the point where they're like, "Y'all are just." hypersensitive to the max like what is that that babies thing we've got going on now babies where we can't decide the gender of our babies until they're four because that's when they've officially decided when they can be a boy or a girl like all the things like we've got all this we've got to coddle feelings and hold hands and i think people are officially just done and that's why i I don't think his label dropped him but i don't think he's done i think he's well he's
0: permanently suspended they are uh, indefinitely suspended. But uh, you've got to know who Cody Johnson is, being from Texas. Cody Johnson, independent artist for the longest time. He's sold out stadium. He's made more money being an independent artist. If I'm Morgan Wallen right now, I'm happy as fuck. I'm mm-hmm. happy as fuck because the entire country and everybody is behind you right now. You said you dropped an bomb, but you didn't say it out of hate, and everybody is realizing, like, this dude is just like, I said last night, if I was in his shoes and I was in in my 20s and I had all that money, all that talent, and I lived in Nashville, I'm getting fucked up all the time. I'm fucking everything that I can, and I am going to enjoy my fucking life. The dude's a kid. Like Everybody misses the point. Uh, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but if I got thrown all the money that he's been thrown in the past year or two, Money doesn't right. make you grow up. Experience makes you grow up. So you got a kid that has all this money. He don't know how to fucking act. He just wants yeah. to be a kid. Right. But I exactly.
1: Mean, and that's like, if you look back at the situation he had happened before, or he, I think it was a Bama he went to or something. He got fucked
0: up at a college bar.
1: Right. And people are like, Oh, he's got a wife. And I'm like, I'm sitting here and talk thinking like, it's interesting how people want to look at celebrities. Right. And they want to act like they know everything about their life. Because it's easier to point the finger at someone else's life than analyze their own, and I'm not saying it was right what he did, but what I am saying is that everyone makes fucking mistakes, everyone screws up, and we screw up in our normal day to day lives, not being underneath the microscope. Never mind when you've got hundreds of thousands of people watching you, and now you've got those stresses, and it can be overwhelming sometimes. So God forbid the boy had a slip up moment and, and fucked up, like you know what I mean, like it's just interesting how quickly people are willing to cast the first stone when low key, they also have like 40 men in their inbox or on their Snapchat, but they're staying loyal to one man. You know what I mean? It's like I'm just
0: the, its taking the attention and the fucking blame off of yourself and pointing it somewhere else. Right. Um, but, uh, I don't, I don't, I just don't, it pisses me off the way that everybody is so fucking sensitive now. And like you said, hypersensitive from the, the babies thing to, to our politics, I'm just I'm so over so much of this shit. I said it for the first time during the election and everything. I got so burnt out on it, but I I, I, I I'm big into conspiracy theories. So mm-hmm. I went way down the fucking hole with like Q9 <laughs> and stuff. And like I had been so pissed ever since Inauguration Day because I I thought something was gonna happen. Um but then when I realized it didn't, I didn't act up. I didn't fucking act stupid or whatever. I accepted that Joe Biden's a president. Um mm-hmm. And everything. And I didn't get sensitive about it. I don't understand why motherfuckers want to be so sensitive about things they can't change.
1: Right. And I, I will say, you know, I have seen my page went really political for a while and I've, I've kind of gone back to the Southern thing. But it's really interesting that a lot of a lot of the other uh, conservative creators that I've gotten to know over the past couple of months it's quick. It's interesting how quickly they adapted the exact behavior that they said they were against. I'm seeing a lot of people be like, "Oh, Biden's not my president." And I'm saying, "I'm like, no, wait a second. We can't. We couldn't take four years telling everyone Trump's your president and then not have the immaturity to acknowledge, hey, we may not like it, but this is the reality right now. Whether or not you thought it happened legitimately or whether you thought it was fair." It, Yes, that matters. The American voice matters. But at the end of the day, like we, we have to match energies. We can't we can't turn around and be hypocrites because now it doesn't fit what we want to be true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So well, and tastes a lot of people I know. So if I can say that, it sucks. It tastes like vinegar coming out of my mouth. But at the same time, it doesn't make it any less true.
0: Well, and then like with these creators you're talking about, one reason why it's so quick or so easy for them to turn because they're only saying the shit they want to say for views, for follows, for money or whatever. It's not real. Folks like me and you will be around so much longer than other folks because what you see is what you fucking get. I'm not putting on a fucking show. There's probably been many a times that you could have went a different route with the stuff you were posting for whatever to get clout, to get fucking all this stuff, but you remained you, and you've done very well. Like now, you know what? I've made the post over and over and over again because it pisses people off, and I like pissing people off. Like All these people, they're like, you're a conservative. And I was like, you know what? I'm no longer a conservative. I'm damn sure not liberal. I'm an independent going forward from now on. Because all this election has showed me is this is not about Democrat versus Republican. It's not white versus black. This is rich versus fucking poor. And I'm just, I'm over it. I'm voting for the little guy from now on. that is whose corner I'm going to back who's good for me and my family and if I lose I'm going to do it with grace I'm not going to run around all these motherfuckers for the past four years like you said that have been cussing people out and trolling people on social media when they post uh Trump's not my president and then the first thing they fucking post is Biden isn't my president shut the fuck up and get the fuck on Like accept it accept it and uh I mean, prayed that Biden and Harris do a good job. Mm-hmm. I mean, as, a, as our leader goes, our country goes. I don't like him, but I don't have to like him for me to hope that he does well because then our country succeeds.
1: Right, and that's what a lot of people, you know, have asked me. They'll be like, why haven't you covered anything about the inauguration? I said, first of all, I have made the mistake many a times, and I, when I am wrong, I will admit that I'm wrong. I will jump on a topic way too fast. I will emotionally respond to something before Boo, I have a. All- me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty of it. I'm a really passionate person. That's how I operate sometimes. But I haven't really said much on it, mainly because of the fact that, granted, we've seen some of the things he's done. They haven't been that great, and in time will tell. But I can't give him the same energy that I gave Trump. I was not always a Trump supporter. That was not always a thing. It took me about two years into his presidency for me to stop and say, okay, I can either sit here and bitch and moan and cry because I listened to the media and I was a sheep and all the things like I I own that. Um, But it got to a point where I was like me sitting here talking on Facebook about how mad I am isn't going to change the fact that this man is in office. So I can either be educated as to why I don't like him or I can stop complaining about it. So when I first started researching him, it wasn't. Will you say
0: that one more time? I want you to say that one more time for some dumb asses. Listen to this. What did you do when you didn't know? You educated yourself.
1: Right. And that's all you can do. That's all you can do is we, we have this. We're, we've become very lazy as a country. And it's very apparent, the average human attention span is that of all 10 to 15 seconds, okay? So that being said, you know, we we hear things on the news, we see a headline and we absorb that information. And because it came from a quote unquote, reliable source, we won't really dig much deeper into that. And that was me for a long time. So when I was said, okay, I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna educate myself on this. I wanna be able to have the rebuttal when people ask me, why don't you like Trump? I wanna be able to have facts to present. I don't want it just to be, oh, well, he said this, this one time, I want to be able to have actual facts, to back it up. And little to my surprise, um, when I actually started researching stuff, I was like, oh shit, I'm like this is not what I thought I was going to find. This is not where I thought this was going to go. And upon digging deeper and finding my own sources and really fact-checking things on my own, it became apparent just how corrupt the media is. It's kind of like, that moment in the matrix when like he wakes up from the matrix and he sees like all the machines <laughs>
0: yeah. like
1: that's what it felt like i was like oh shit like this is so fabricated and so manipulated and it's scary because there are um there's a majority of the american people that doesn't know that yet like that is so scared of that truth that they will deny 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 even though it's a a quick you know two-hour research process for themselves they will deny 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 because it's all that they know and it would Require them to be humble and admit that they were wrong, that they're not willing to do that research because they know that they're wrong, you know, but people rather live in ignorance is bliss than deal with what the reality and the truth is. Um,
0: They'll they'll do their best to remain comfortable is the thing. When stuff starts getting uncomfortable and it starts changing your train of thought, that that's when you're like okay i don't want to research this anymore but you should go deeper the more uncomfortable you get because you're not feeding your ego you're not feeding your beliefs you're actually having an intelligent conversation or whatever with someone or reading and uh educating yourself to where you find out okay this isn't really the way it was this doesn't make me feel right but at the same time this is the truth yeah and exactly. so many people are fucking scared of the truth. They don't want to know that our government is fucking shady as hell, but every government we're everybody. And I love this country. I love fucking everything about this country. Every man and woman that has fought, served this country, our police officers, our veterans, everybody, but our country's not like the fucking, it, it, it's not that great. We're behind in education to everywhere else. We have more homeless here than fucking anywhere else in the world. Uh, our suicide rate's higher than anywhere else in the world. And it is because of our media. It is the way that we live. It is the way that we are trained from from children. This is our life. We don't have to. If, we, if it was another country, you know why coups and fucking rebellions still happen in other countries? Because the people aren't fucking stupid there they're like yep. you know you're not you they know that the that the that politicians work for them they don't work for fucking politicians there's enough stupid motherfuckers in our country that we're like, oh no 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 i've got to do what they say no you don't motherfucker you're exactly. supposed they're supposed to do what you need them to do
1: right and that's what i th- I think you know we were talking about conspiracy theories earlier trust me yeah the, the hours in which i have spent i actually i went into it a little bit on my podcast talking about how you know you can literally track from when coronavirus started, how this was all going to play out. Oh, like absolutely. Down to the T, like the, the domino effect of all this occurring from, and granted, as we know, BLM pops up every four years. That's just something that they do. But the way that they fabricated this, as much as Dem, they want to say the Dems are dumb. I don't like to generalize because I've met some, you know, pretty intelligent Democrats as well. But when I say that they were strategical about how they went about this is an understatement. Oh, you you're know, when,
0: fucking right, hundred yeah, percent.
1: BLM, all that stuff happening that created the initial divide, and they they were smart about it this time though because it wasn't just white to black; it was authority figure to the people. You had now a division between you know police officers, first responders, and the average civilian. Okay. So you now have a distrust in the exact people that you would think to go to when something goes wrong. All right. That's a huge crippling statement to the American people. Then after that, you've got, oh, well, look at our government. Our government is going to come in and be supportive of BLM and all this stuff. And then coronavirus hits and coronavirus hits. And now we're glued to our phones, which meaning the only way that we have to get information is through our technology. We're not going outside. We're not really interacting with each other the way that we used to. So you kind of put everyone into this hyper-focused tunnel of you're all going to get the same information at the same time because we're all putting it on the same social media platforms at the exact same time exactly how we want you to hear it. So you've got these hyper-emotions from BLM riots happening. You've got the division of the people because now you've got, you know, people saying, well, we're trying to give Black people special treatment. Y'all are being ridiculous. Then you've got, oh, well, we think all police are bad. and all. It, it was a tornado clusterfuckery of fabricated chaos. And the domino effect that it caused... So much so to us to have mail-in voting, you know, like there's so much of this is tied together and I'm not going to ramble that long because I could talk about this for three to four hours. But if you really go through and nitpick every single thing that's happened in the past seven months, it's all related. Every last little bit of it is related and it happens every four years. But I think that the reason why they had to go to such an extreme this time is because they had a man in office that couldn't be bought because he already had his own money, wasn't a politician. And that's why he was voted in. Like he wasn't playing by the rules that every other politician has played for, by for the past 10 years. But you see, know,
0: But see what you just said is why even Republicans turned on him because yep. when, when he stopped or hell, he never started when he didn't start taking lobbyists, when there yep. was nobody that had nobody bending his ear, they yep. knew they were fucked. So they had to advise this game plan. And I, and I believe it to the, to my soul Everything mm-hmm. that had happened, like you said, the past year was solely for the election. Yep. And, a, and two months from now, if Biden and them do actually pull off this four to six week lockdown, they're going to okay. say, okay, this is it. Coronavirus is over. It's never coming. That's not how fucking diseases work in the no, first that's not. not how fucking diseases work in the first place. But second, they're going to say, oh, this is all Trump ever had to fucking do. No, no. Mm. You, you have faked it. You have faked it up to this point. There's a term that everybody fucking uses, no matter if you play softball, if you're a podcaster, whatever the fuck you are. You always say you fake it till you fucking make it. And that is exactly what they did. They knew that on an even playing field, there was not a chance in hell, Joe Biden. It, it's a landslide in my mind. And I, could, and I could be wrong because the media did make a huge portion of our population hate Trump. I, they, they did they made them fucking hate it but even if that's not the case it sh- if without coronavirus without and i and i like i always say this and you're intelligent enough to know black lives matter obviously matter to you but the organization mm-hmm. and the movement is, is completely different. fucking different people don't yep. understand it. that's why so many people back when everybody was sharing the stuff about black lives matter of course they fucking matter without a right. doubt, but I'm not sharing George Soros, the old fucking white man's uh, right. shit. He's one of the, the fucking big guys in black lives matter. He's funded it.
1: Right. It, and that's, it's actually really fascinating because the, they made a post on their official Instagram page and their official Facebook page where they reached out 30 days before uh, Biden and, and Kamala Harris had a activist group convention, which had been planned 30 days prior to that happening. BLM had requested an audience of both of them. Okay, let's keep in mind, this is the quote unquote, I think it's a terrorist organization, but activist movement, whatever, um, that gave millions, if not billions of dollars to his campaign, you know, they were the reason why they got the majority of the black vote that they did, you know, or whatever black vote that they got, that it was due to BLM, and they didn't get a seat at that table. At that activist meeting, they weren't there. They didn't get an invite, They they, so, It's kind of like, okay, if it's such an important movement, you know, if George Soros, a white gazillionaire, you know, whatever,
0: who I'm sure
1: who who has been openly racist. So why would you know what I mean? Like this man literally has a history of being racist. I'm sure it has some connections with Joe Biden on on many levels. Okay, like I don't understand how much more modernized slavery you can get than a white millionaire funding a group of black people to do his bidding to get his way
0: i like. fucking love you we're gonna make beautiful babies oh my god are you kidding me same mindset what i, I you've got to like candace owens and i'm not saying that because oh, you're I'm african-american sure. woman but you sound so much like candace owens right now uh she has this thing that she talks about and it the generation below us is don't fucking understand because they're brainwashed by media and more than anybody else. But Joe Biden is literally one of the people who signed the deal, the several laws back in the eighties to make it to where, uh, if your dad, the, the whole deal was to get the African-American male out of the home. That way the government bec- could become daddy. That's why you have a whole generation of people uh, that only know the government and love the government because they have took care of them their entire life. They gave them nothing but fucking handouts. So what the Democrats did, and it's fucking brilliant, honestly, is they created voters. They created dependents. They mm. have created a whole generation that need them because they don't want to go back. There was a girl working for me, and she's she was a Democrat. And when mm-hmm. Biden won or where we were talking or whatever, I, I asked her, I was like, why do you want Biden to win? Explain it to me. And right. she was like, she's like, I just don't like Trump. And I was like, okay, why do you want Biden to win? I don't like fucking Trump. I was like, vote independent, bitch. Yep. Like, if you can't yeah. tell me why, and then she's like, the Democratic Party is the party of the people. And I was like, uh, who's, uh, who's in charge of the Democratic Party? And she's like, Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Kamala Harris. And I'm like, oh, those are the people? Those are your neighbors? Those are the ones? No, Kamala Harris has left more men in prison that should (laughs) have been released and put more black men to long-term prison sentences than any fucking sitting judge and no, 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 but she's the, she is the fucking person that we want. And she is the liberation movement for African-Americans. What the fuck? How stupid do you have to be?
1: And it's interesting. Now, granted, my, this is a touchy subject. You know, I like when,
0: touchy baby. We can, <laughs> you get as real and raw as you want.
1: Um, uh, when it comes to the topic of abortion, I've got my views on that and whatnot. But, you know, when you talk about the founder of, of uh, Planned Parenthood, which is Mar- Margaret Sander. The whole reason why she founded Planned Parenthood was to diminish African-American communities. That was literally the exit, like this is, and this isn't something that she was you know, shy about. Like this was something that was very openly discussed. Now, the reason why this is tied to what we're talking about is when you were talking about how, you know, not having fathers in the home and all that kind of stuff there is a reason why there is a higher percentage of Planned Parenthoods in poverty communities, okay? This is a procedure that starts at around 250 if you're going from the pill up to thousands of dollars. Why would it be that you have more of high expensive surgeries or procedures in low income areas? It's because of the fact that they have strategically placed this exact process in the demographics that have a majority of the black community, which they again set up with a whole ideology of, okay, Let's say that you decide that you want to have an abortion. All right, fine. We're going to give you payment plans for that. We're going to help you get rid and and keep you guys the minority. We're then going to turn around and tell you, well, you know, the thing that would make that young boy that you maybe already have a strong man to go off and do what he needs to do would be a father figure. Well, we don't want him to be able to have that independence and that strength. So we're going to give you more money if you don't have dad around. Okay. But if you get pregnant by a guy, okay, well, I don't want to keep him around because I get more money from the government. If he's not around and if he comes and starts doing his job, then I get less money. But now I'm overwhelmed because I have this baby in my life. Like it's it's all tied together to be this contradictory mess to cause a continuous forever minority. We make up 15% of the population. Why do we do that? Because we literally choose to be the 15%. Like no one wants to acknowledge that we have the most abortion rates in the country is the black community, but that is all strategically set up thanks to the democratic party, but nobody wants to acknowledge that with Planned Parenthood and with the, you know, the payment plans and, and benefits that you get from not having a father in the home. And ironically, BLM, if you go to their actual official website, openly state that they are not for traditional homes. They openly state that they are not for fathers in the home. So it's the fact that, a majority of the community has not stopped and said, do y'all not see like you're being played? Well, <laughs> like well, you're being played it's so be- hard right be- now. It's
0: because it is literally because they don't want to see it and they're not going to see it. They're always going to be fucking blind to it because if you have a father in a household, you, you grew up with your dad. I grew up with my dad. It makes you stronger. Okay. Right. It makes you stronger It it builds you in ways that a mother can't, but the same way goes in reverse. A mother will teach you things that a father never could. So you have all all these families and everything that they have no leadership because the mother's out working her ass off to get by. So they don't have that strong example sometimes. If mom's gone fucking 10, 15 hours out of the day and she only sees you when you sleep, she, she can't right. do. She can't do much. So then you have to fall back into politicians leading you and society leading you. And now, what's even made it fucking worse is because of like some of these movements and everything. So right. social media has made it cool,
1: right? Yes. There,
0: there's so many people that don't even know the difference between Black Lives actually matter, but the movement fucking mission statement is not about equality it is about oh martin luther king jr one of the fucking best writers people fucking ever if he saw the mission statement from black lives matter he would say i died in vain Mm -hmm. i would fucking i would have died in vain because this isn't what i wanted like how can you think you wanting to one up the caucasian community or whatever that's not i don't understand it and people blatantly see it but they choose not to because they want to say ah these all these white folks are racist or fucking whatever they want to say about us but a majority of us like we don't think that way now you've got a couple fucking morons uh i say a couple you got a lot of stupid fucks but (laughs) But the same way, like you probably know, just as many black folks that are racist towards white folks as I know white folks racist towards black folks.
1: Right?
0: It's you're always gonna have that shit. I don't get why people don't open their eyes and just love their neighbor and get to know. Don't matter what the fuck it look like. It's stupid. You're prejudging people, and then, ah, uh, you're right. I go on fucking hours. I. <laughs> no, I, I, hate I it. Not, I I get when I when I start talking about that, I get so fucking riled up because the majority of people that you talk to on subjects like this, when you ask them why they think something, they say, because I said so. They they don't have the logic and they don't have the backing. That's how you find out somebody's a fucking sheep. Right. You thinking that Trump was not good to start off with. You Mm -hmm. researching, I tell, I I give everybody the example. I say, I want you to ask yourself financially was the past four years under Trump better for you than the previous eight years under Biden. And if you're young, I want you to look at Biden and Obama. I want, and if you're young, I want you to look at uh, your parents. Did your parents do better in those eight years or the past four? That's not Trump has said a lot of fucking stupid shit. Well, I, I, I wish somebody would have took his goddamn phone a long right. fucking time ago, but <laughs> besi- but besides that, our military's not a laughing stock. It's fucking about to be with the the transgenders running around in it, um, and all this other stuff. And by the way, I love trannies. Big fan yeah. of them. I like the gays. I like fucking everybody. TikTok has made me love trannies. I had no <laughs> fucking idea that I'd ever say that sentence in my fucking life, but it has. I that's one of the videos that are type of video that I watch a lot. Those transformation videos, they get me every fucking time, but, I take- <laughs> but there's so many people that just, they don't open their eyes and they just, they go by what they're fucking told. They don't investigate. And then you get left with what we're in now. All right. these people that think Biden's and is this the best fucking thing ever? How can right. you think a man who literally called a whole race, an African-American race, he called them fucking predators super predators
1: he called black kids roaches and he said that if we you know uh integrated schools it would be a racial jungle like no one mm. and i i brought this up with people and they say oh well, people can change i'm like you're right they can he hasn't <laughs> like, yeah. i'm not like i'm not saying they can't but he hasn't and this was proven um i'll, I'll have to i can i can send you the exact source it. but the debate that Kamala Harris, I call her. I don't know if I'm her name right. I really could give a shit, but her and Biden had with each other. They literally both call each other racist on on live TV in a debate, where she blatantly states that nor her or Obama would be in the place that they had been if Biden had had a say in it. And now they're best friends and they're running
0: together. Yeah. Like, i don't- See, I don't, I, I don't <laughs> believe, I do not believe that Biden is really president. I mean, of course yeah. he holds the office. Of course There's- he holds. Pelosi and Harris are president.
1: Yes. It, it, Biden, <laughs>
0: Biden yeah. is a fucking figure, and I think mm-hmm. the only reason why they picked him, even though he's a stupid fuck, is mm-hmm. he was under Obama. Everybody fucking loved Obama. Okay. He's he, he's he so he got the Obama vote. That he would that that they probably couldn't pull off. I think they would have actually let Harris be the fucking leader of the party, but I think they were too scared that she would fucking lose to Trump because she's a woman. I think that's exactly what happened. I think from start to finish they had it planned. I I, I mean we're gonna see it. I mean people that don't think this next statement is true, holler at me in a fucking year from now. Biden's gonna be fucking dismissed anyway. Mm-hmm. And then, then you got fucking Harris as president and Pelosi telling her what to do.
1: It's it's gonna be a nightmare, and not a lot of people understand that, and it's it's kind of scary too. I think you know, for those who think TikTok is dumb, I totally get it. I do. I started as a joke, and I got hooked. Okay, so just hear me Same out. Same shit. First.
0: I said I was never doing anything that my what? daughter thought was fucking cool as a nine-year-old, and <laughs> I started it in November, and I was like, this is fucking fun. Like I'm I, I'm the old guy, and I'm how old are you?
1: I'm 25.
0: Okay, so I'm 33 and I'm the old fucking guy on TikTok. Yeah. And I fucking dig and, it. I love it. And
1: that's what I'm saying. But there's, there, if, you, if you do enough digging, you can find some really great people on there. And oh, I yeah. will just say you'll be very terrified too, because it opens your eyes to what this younger generation is actually thinking and how they're behaving and how they're functioning you know when I was 13 14 years old my mom knew what I told her I mean she probably knew a little bit more than that for the the most part you know we didn't have technology like we do today you know I thought when Facebook came out oh my god this is like a big no (laughs) okay that's not the fact
0: that you didn't even throw MySpace in there just reminds me how fucking old I am you went straight to fucking Facebook
1: I never was on the MySpace kick. I was like- Oh, out you having- said
0: the MySpace too. You can go fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> I wasn't on it. Like that wasn't, oh. that wasn't me. I was having play dates and playing with Polly Pocket. MySpace
0: was the coolest of all of them. <laughs> Tick TikTok is good. Snapchat is really good. I've made a living off Snapchat. But MySpace, being able to customize everything, put your top friends out there. If somebody pissed you off, you took a motherfucker off. You got a new girlfriend, bitch went <laughs> one, put a song. Oh, was, MySpace was cool. And now and, I, and now I can't like even post what I want without fucking getting shadow banned. This
1: is true. Or or having fact checkers come and tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> you know you're right. Okay. But it it's scary to see Gen Z, nothing. I've met some good Gen Zers too, but the Gen Z of this generation, like, it's terrifying to think that like, this is our nation of tomorrow, like, genuinely. And you've got these kids out here that are, you know, 14, 13 years old defending these, what, re education camps that we've been to, like, re education programs, my bad, sorry, um, that are happening. Just call like, it garbage. No, like, really. This simplified to garbage. Every ounce they're being are like, this is so good. Like, and, but the, it's you can't even. Really be mad at them because it's what they're raised on. They have been raised in a generation that has taught you if you scream and cry loud enough, you're going to get your way. Regardless of whether what you're saying makes sense or if it's true or if it's right, if you scream and cry loud enough, you're going to get your way. And that's why, for me, you know, to anyone else out there in the gay community, I'm bisexual, I'm part of the gay community, my brother is gay. Like, well, make
0: movement, me make me like you a little bit more why don't you
1: oh my goodness gracious you're ridiculous but for <laughs> real like, our our movement our want to be accepted was very different than all the nonsense going on now and you will see a lot of you know 24 and up in in the gay community kind of be like this is not we don't support this shit like people will come at me and be like oh i can't believe that you supported trump when he tried to stop transgender joining the military. No, he didn't. He told them that they had to wait until they were done transitioning before they could enter the military. I don't know about you, but if you're planning on going into combat of some kind, you probably don't want to be having a whole bunch of hormonal shifts during that oh, time.
0: No, that, that may, I mean, and people don't look that deep into it. No, you, you don't want to be having goddamn mood swings holding an AR. Like, no, you, you can't. But I'll you
1: tell you, you have to think about that. You're if you're also responsible in a way for a lot of other people's lives too. So it would be unfair to ask the families of America that have their sons, daughters, husbands, wives, children, you know, out there fighting for our country. Well, we have to be sensitive to your feelings, regardless of whether or not it's going to impair your ability to protect this person who's also fighting with you. To make you feel warm and fuzzy, we're just going to ignore all of the blatant medical truth that tells us this is a bad idea. You know, so people don't really want to think about logic this is no longer about logic we are an emotionally based country and not that being empathetic or having emotion is bad but there comes a point where you just to just say facts over feelings sometimes that's just non-negotiable you know us wanting to be able to get married that's one thing but i i could say i identify as a billionaire it doesn't mean yeah. that i'm gonna have dollars in my bank account we'll see you know I, what i mean
0: <laughs> i have a th- i have a theory behind it all uh and it's far-fetched as fuck now but the, mo- <laughs> the most valuable thing in this world will forever be land. Like, mm-hmm. it, having property, having land will always be the number one thing, right? Yep. I think why people are making such a big deal, besides for it was just crooked as fuck, about all of our connections with China now, mm-hmm. I think it is a long-term plan to make our country extremely soft, to demasculate men, to yep. where eventually China or somebody is going to come Take this fucking country. They're gonna they're gonna fucking buy this country one piece at a time, one politician at a time. Because you're making men not be men. So yeah. then we're gonna send fucking the tranny down the street to fight goddamn ninjas. And mm-hmm. wh- what's gonna happen? We're fucking done. Have you seen their military? They can their military is fucking amazing. <laughs> as soon as as soon as you make us weak, they're the first motherfuckers. Them and Russia are gonna tag team our ass. And it's over with. And we're gonna we're we're gonna throw fucking, I don't even know the name, RuPaul at their goddamn asses. And we're not gonna have shit to do about it. It's nothing we can do.
1: No, it's gonna be what is it, red dawn? It's gonna be yeah. red dawn coming life. No, really. I mean, that's that's I wholeheartedly agree. And people say it's far-fetched, but it's not like this no. could happen in our lifetime. The next 10 to 20 years, I think people are going to see a very big shift in the way that this this country operates and not to say men if you want to cry cry like i get it like there oh, are, yeah. there, there's a difference between being emotional and then
0: not being a man i'm a <laughs> i'm a no fucking cry baby it. I'm, not- I, i'll go into i'm a fucking cry baby i am soft but i'm the first person if you try me i'll punch you in the fucking face too like yeah. I, i'm not soft i am sen- i am sensitive
1: you're you're emotionally aware. Yes, yes, emotionally,
0: exactly. Emotionally but aware
1: being they're gonna fucking
0: come over here and just like Red Dawn, they're gonna be parachuting out into our countries and all, all the fucking people are supposed to be fighting and we're gonna make goddamn TikTok videos. <laughs> they're gonna yes, be damn. they're gonna be saying Corvette, Corvette, and then fucking they're getting off. It's fucking <laughs> over with. They're gonna die because they fucking can't they don't see what the world in front of them is like because they can't get their eyes out of their phone screen.
1: Yeah, it's true. And that and that's I mean, it's <laughs> it's to the point now where I feel like for the media and for the government, like they're just having fun at this point. They were sloppy as hell. And I do mean sloppy as hell these past seven months. Like there were so many holes and contradictions and, and that it was very clear to see, but they have they understand that they're at a point now where they have so much control over the American mind that it doesn't really fucking matter. They're
0: laughing. Like, There's somebody know? There's somebody laughing behind the scenes right now, and they're like, oh, they really fucking believe this. Like, yeah. They really fucking believe it.
1: For example, not to keep bringing up race, but when you think about the numbers, the whole movement, the BLM movement, why that started with cops and everything that we lost, nine black lives in 2000, what was it, 18, 19, and, yeah. and all this police brutality. We had 27 black lives taken by the Black Lives Matter movement, if not more than that. Those were the ones that were reported in and, and covered by the media. So, ironically, it's like, okay, Y'all are y'all are mad at cops for taking black lives, so we're just gonna get you so mad that you're going to kill more of each other. But then you're still gonna think that you did something.
0: Yeah. like it, it goes back to something we were talking about earlier: is not ta- wanting to take responsibility. Look, right. if, if if a if a Caucasian community gets ran down with meth uh, in their trailer parks or whatever, if they get ran down, that is a that is a Caucasian problem because of the environment we created. Okay, same thing with the the ghettos or whatever, the hoods. Mm -hmm. Those people could just as easy. There's a meme that I'll forever fucking love. It's three black men standing in a courtroom, and one of them them is a police officer, one of them is a lawyer, and the other one is a convict. And it's all about the decisions you make. There's a guy that I fucking love named, uh, I watch all of his shit on on Instagram, it's Colin Knorr. Um, Mm -hmm. He's out there close to you. If you don't know who Colin Knorr is, you need to look him up yeah, okay. he, yeah he, you'll fucking dig him um but he grew up poor now he's a lawyer he's also a big gun enthusiast and mm-hmm. um the stuff that he posts you're like this guy i mean he's he's just so fucking intelligent right. and and he makes sense but he's one of these guys that claps back people like right. to call him uncle tom and shit or whatever so and, and,
1: dumb if you just really quick sorry to interject No, no dude, go like ahead tom was a fucking hero who gave his life. So two slaves could get away. If y'all don't know that if people are out here calling people, uncle Tom, like you're basically calling me a savior of my people. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't.
0: I, yeah. I'll literally. be here. Yeah. Thank. Thanks Jesus. Like, That's fine. Yeah, like, I, I you can call me, you can call me the fuck you want to, but, That's cool. <laughs> but also too, think about it. If you, what you just said is the truth behind, uh, behind that. At some point in time, Somebody who didn't know no better called another Mm -hmm. black man that. And then they were like, oh, this is funny. This is cool. No fact checking, no truth behind it. They said it because they thought it was cool. And Mm -hmm. now it's a term that still lives on today because somebody just spit diarrhea of the fucking mouth and they're like, oh, okay, this is what, you know, whatever (laughs) this generation. And luckily uh, there is some of us that are coming up. I'm raising my daughter to be a strong bad-ass she's person ignorant. she's she's fucking gosh she's mean as hell and i love that she's mean because i'm not raising a soft child i i want my daughter whenever china comes uh i want her to go pick up her fucking nine and start shooting chinks yeah like, and i and i don't mean that to be racist towards no chinks or anything chinaman <laughs> but i mean fuck if you don't know that there's other countries that just hate us yeah. Like they, they, no one, don't, they
1: don't I like us. Also just laugh at us. I mean, I almost I said this the other day. I posted this on Facebook, and I was like, y'all ever wonder if, like, we're the Truman show of the world? Like, Oh, Jenny, my
0: God, yes.
1: If we are – we're all thinking, you know, because they've all strategically taught us that, oh, all these other countries are terrible, and, and this is bad, and you don't want to go here. But, like, in reality, we're just, like, this dome country, and all the other countries are, like – Hey, let, let's throw a virus at them real quick. Let's see how they respond to that or let's let's just have the most fucked up election ever and see like genuinely it feels like people are just throwing in random <laughs> at whatever point characteristics or or situations to happen and just laughing at us and watching how it happens because and I don't know if you've seen this on TikTok but there's a lot of people from different countries that are like yeah, so I moved here from the United States. Shit's really not that bad. Um, no, it, it is and it's probably not. that it's really well, shitty here, but well it's— think
0: about it. If, if the people ever—and they're not going to—if the people were ever to actually revolt, it, yeah. there's no way we wouldn't take back the country. There, there's no way. I mean, there, there's no—I mean, think about it. There's how many military—there's how many police officers. And right. then you look at the population— it's a fucking Texas. landslide. You say Texas?
1: You look at Texas. I- I'm this close. <laughs>
0: All bullshit aside, I'm this close to moving to Texas.
1: You it. It's the best. I- I- I'm
0: fucking, I'm this close. The fact that I know who our governor is fixing to be in the next two years, Stacey Abrams, I fucking mm-hmm. want out of Georgia so bad. But everything I know, everything I love is here, and it would be the hardest thing I ever did. But I, it- it's just bullshit. I want y'all – to succeed from everybody else but then it's going to be overrun with motherfuckers like me and you ain't gonna be able to get a house no land no nothing there joe rogan's ass i'm fucking went out air and now every comedian and funny motherfucker is 10 minutes from you if you live in houston yep. you know what mm-hmm. uh me and kylie strickland were going on a road trip you have to be one of the stops on the road trip
1: i'm down for it and you know actually i uh I talk with I don't you know who Black Rifle Coffee is right
0: Oh yeah 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 okay,
1: so they are based in San Antonio and um I've talked with Heather Heather a few times they've got a range out here in, in San Antonio which is about three hours from me um and they're awesome people but all their stuff is based out here so I'll ask her about about potentially having y'all come out and and do all that kind of stuff it's a damn good time here and it's Sweet. it's just kind of unfiltered that's why I love being here ironically I'm not like trying to plug my shit it's just genuine like that's how I people know. are they don't really give a fuck like they say what's on their mind they say how they feel and i think we need more of that we have become so pc and so careful about wording and and thought process and fucking
0: pronouns
1: for real people are afraid to think like not even speak people are genuinely afraid to think um and it's speaking of helpless
0: plugs plug your show one more time real fast because this is too good for it to be one episode with me and you it's too fucking good plus i didn't even get to the sex shit like, oh i true. like ha, and i didn't get to hear about the tiktok stuff so uh i this is a good first one me and you have to do another one real soon in the next couple weeks whenever you can find time and uh, but i want you to plug your stuff one more again and then i want you to sh- shamelessly go plug me all over your tiktok and shit too okay.
1: <laughs> um my podcast y'all is can filter you can find it on spotify apple music and youtube um i try to post twice a week i've been really bad about it recently but i'm gonna go a lot better it's probably gonna be on wednesdays and fridays that i am uploading so come on over and check me out
0: the company that just hooked me up red circle and is taking care of everything for me now if mm-hmm. you'll get a cup co- how many po- ep- episodes do you got
1: one huh four
0: did you say four? Oh, four. baby girl we got to get them numbers up i'm trying to get you paid I I I oh God, you're too good. You are without a doubt. I've had some really good people in here. You have a great speaking voice. You're long winded as fuck, and that's a very very good thing in this. No, you. I will help you get some guests to do your show with you. I will send some folks your way. You're too good to do four episodes. Get about twenty under your belt, and I will give you the info. I will give them your information at Red Circle, and they will hook you up, and you'll you'll make some money and. Everybody can see that smile and that shine you got going on over there. Uh, But anyway, all right. Uh, Guys, thank you all for listening to Miss Kate. Thank you. Thank you very much for doing the show finally. Um, I hope everything goes great with Southern Oreo. You keep being a badass, a great example, not uh, because of your skin tone, but because of who the fuck you are. You are an example that I hope a whole lot of people hear this. Go look you up. And uh, they're like, you know what? I'm going to need to raise my kids like that. That right here is what an American is. Uh, I appreciate it, Kate. Um, and I'll, I'll be talking to you soon. And everybody that tuned in to listen to this one, thank y'all. Thank Red Circle. Uh, I thank Butcher too. Uh, you have sponsored a whole lot of things today. Uh, <laughs> I love you guys. And uh, I will catch y'all next time.